This is a Soulfire production. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about opening up to receiving more intuitive information, particularly about yourself. It is much harder to read for yourself than it is to read for other people. And for everyone listening to the show, this will be applicable because at the end of the day, you know, why I do what I do is because I really want people to just tap in for themselves, connect for themselves, because we have all of the answers we need right inside of us. And I feel like most of the time when people ask me a question, my response is, I don't know, have you asked your guides? (laughs) Have you asked your higher self? (laughs) And they go, oh, wait, I guess I should do that first. Yeah, right. This is about self-sufficiency and trusting ourselves. But there are some nuances to this conversation, and this has been coming up a lot in the last week or so. And so the guides want me to bring this forward today. And there are a few angles I want to go at this from. The first is, you know, why is it that it can seem so much easier for someone else to get clear information about me in terms of an intuitive reading than it is for me? And At its core, it's because we're so much more attached to things in our own lives. We have our own biases. We have certain desires. We have our ego coming into play and we have those blind spots. And when someone outside of you can look at your field objectively, it's going to be a lot more obvious for them when they're not attached to any specific outcome. It just is what it is, right? Versus let's say I'm trying to tune into something for myself that I'm really attached to, I'm really close to it. I want the answer to be something specific. Well, I'm probably going to interpret anything I'm getting from the lens of wanting our particular answer. So that's where our ego can kind of get in the way, as well as that energetic availability to see a certain truth. I've talked about this a lot, but this is a really common block. You know, if I'm not available energetically, and that's on a deep level, to actually receive the truth of the situation, I'm I'm not going to receive it. So if I have a deep block of I don't want to acknowledge that truth, I don't want to look in that direction, it's going to feel like I'm getting nothing because I've already decided I don't want to look over there. I've already decided with my mind that can't be an option. That can't be the solution. So it won't drop in. And so this is where the more we can get really comfortable with radical honesty, with full authenticity, the more comfortable we get with releasing things, letting go of things, with really going with the flow. This is really about getting into that state of detachment and just honoring the truth of what is and not attaching these good or bad labels to things. It's going to be easier for information to be really clear for us in terms of our own lives. But if we're really attached to certain outcomes or we're not willing to let go of things, or we've decided that we don't want a certain thing to be the answer, we're just gonna block ourselves off from that energetically. It's the same way if there's a situation going on in your life and you're looking for perspective, let's say it's involving your family. If you talk to another family member about it, you're still getting a biased perspective. Or maybe it's something going on with your friends and you talk to another member of the friend group versus let's say you go to your therapist and your therapist does not know any of these people, it's going to be a very different perspective. And they're probably going to see angles that your friends, your family didn't see before. And I know a lot of this I've mentioned before, but it's worth mentioning here again. These next few bits are really what the guys want me to talk about. And and the next part is this element of divine timing. And I will say, I feel the more that people open up their intuition, we can start to get to this place where we get a little needy with information. We feel like, well, why can't I get this information right now? I really need to figure this out. People get in this grabby, needy, kind of greedy energy with information and they get frustrated when they're not receiving a certain piece of information that they need. But here's the thing, to do this human thing, to actually live out your human life, like you're not gonna know everything all in advance because then what would be the point of 
doing the human thing. You know, the amnesia is part of the experience and, and part of having this whole experience of making choices and, you know, moving through different life experiences that teach us different lessons. So that's just kind of part of the game, right? <laughs> when it comes to creating a big life transformation, it really does start with the small choices, the simple choices we make every single day and what we can be consistent with. When it comes to frequency work and shifting your vibration, I always say this, it's about consistency. And so for me, this is why my morning and evening rituals are so important because that's my time to connect, to set my frequency, to check in, to align myself and to be really intentional about how I'm going to show up, how I want to feel, what the energy is that I want to carry into my life moving forward. And all of my choices and actions come from that space. And I know it sounds simple, but the things that have transformed my life have been the things that I put in my morning and evening rituals because I'm consistent with them and I show up completely differently when I am. What goes in there is time in nature. What goes in there is time with myself, time to connect with my higher self, my soul, my spirit guides. It is my time for gratitude, for affirmations. It is my time to set intentions. When I'm really clear on how do I want to feel today, what I'm looking to create, that informs everything else. If I didn't have those morning and evening rituals, I would feel so ungrounded. I would get way less done, have way more anxiety and feel really unclear. And this is the reason why most people don't make big shifts or create the things they want to create. It's because they let life run them rather than running their own lives. And for me, it's just non-negotiable with what I do with being a clear channel, but it really started when I was struggling for a long time with severe anxiety, severe depression, and then all of my chronic health issues, and then trying to be an entrepreneur and run multiple businesses on top of that. You can expand time and shift your energy and how you feel if you are intentional. And so my favorite time of the day <laughs> is in the morning and at night, when I connect with my spirit team. And this is also the time when I take my supplements. And one of those that I've taken every single day for the past, I don't even know how many years at this point, uh, since, since the beginning, is my NED. I take the de-stress blend in the morning now, and I take the sleep blend in the evening alongside my Mellow Magnesium. I'm literally obsessed with the Mellow. I was telling Rhett, one of the co-founders, I was like, I think I might overdose on mellow. It tastes so good. The lemon flavor is so good. But, you know, that's my time to just calm down, take a breath, be present, tune into how do I feel in my physical body. And I really want to stay on top of that because it can be easy to kind of just rush through the day or go to sleep and still have all these thoughts, all these emotions, all this energy running. So that's my time to really tune in with myself, take a breath, you know, put a dropper under my tongue, hold it there for a minute and just feel and just be and be really clear with my intention and you know what is that doing for my body physiologically it has completely shifted the way i feel because i am so much calmer during the day i don't have chronic anxiety anymore I feel like i'm so much more solution oriented i have way more energy i sleep through the night so i have way more energy i'm way more productive my brain's working better and i actually feel inspired and creative i mean sleep is the foundation of everything and i think we all know when we don't sleep well through the night we don't sleep through the night. It disrupts our mood. It disrupts our energy, our creativity, our mental focus, everything. So to me, taking that one minute in the morning and one minute in the evening to take my Ned and then a couple minutes in the evening to finish drinking my Mellow, like that's actually the foundation of life transformation because that helps me feel the way I need to feel. That helps me stay inspired and creative to, I mean, channel a book in two days and do all of the other things, you know? So when I think about mind, body, soul support. Ned is a huge part of that. The full spectrum hemp balances out the body's endocannabinoid system. It supports stress, sleep, inflammation, and overall balance. The melomagnesium has amino acids and trace minerals to support memory, mood, brain function, stress, nerve, and muscle health, and sleep, of course. And <laughs> that all together can transform your life. It really is about the little choices we make every single day that all add together and support us in making the bigger ones. So if you want to become the best version of yourself and get 15% off Ned products, use the code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. Go to helloned.com slash Christina or enter the code Christina at checkout to get that 15% off. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Christina to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. The other piece is 
understanding that certain information doesn't need to be revealed into, until a certain point. And so it goes back to if you don't know the information, if you feel like it's not coming through, then perhaps there's a block to actually receiving it. Perhaps you're not willing to look at what the answer could be. So it feels like nothing is coming through because you've already decided that can't be the answer. You don't want it to be. So you're not like allowing it to fully come through. But the other side is maybe it's just not the time for you to know it because once we know things, that can shift the energy. And so you might feel like, I want to figure this out right now. Why isn't it coming through? But it's trusting that your soul is going to make sure you know the information when you need it. And knowing things in advance can really mess with people's heads and sometimes like cause us to make decisions too far in advance. And so this was the, the big thing that they really want to share. You will receive more information intuitively the more responsible you are with the information that you're receiving right now and the more you really are patient and trusting and living in the now. And so to better explain this, let me give you an example. This is something really common I see with clients where they receive information intuitively and they immediately want to take action even though it's not the time yet. And it's like this overexcited, I need to do it now. This has been something really important for me to learn on my journey that has allowed me to receive more information is I know how to get information and sit on it and sit with it. You know, because for a lot of us, we get information and as soon as we know, we want to make a change, we want to shift it. We kind of go into freak out mode or it's okay, I know I'm going to be here or this is going to happen in five years. And so how do I make this happen right now? But maybe it's going to happen in, in five years because it's going to happen in five years. And this comes up so often for me with friends, with clients where, you know, I'll talk about things that I know that I'm going to do, projects I'm going to work on, things I'm going to create. And they're like, well, why haven't you started? And I'm like, well, it's not the time. You know, it's, it's going to be there for me when it's the time. And part of getting the information early is to, it's not even early. It's the exact time I need it because it's to energetically prepare me. And I've talked about this with my books, right? Like, so I was told a couple of years ago, you know, you're going to write these three books and they're going to be about this and we'll tell you when. And so I just sat on it. And that has happened with the few other books that I'm writing as well now, like everything I've been told ahead of time. And then I wait for the directive or there are pieces of my life that I can see so clearly. And I know they're going to be next year or in two years. And I know how to just sit with it and allow the timing to play out rather than rushing into it and then actually creating something else. And what I'll say is you start to receive information earlier and earlier. The more you build that skill of being able to be patient and responsible and receive information and just sit with it until it's time, when you're in a space where it's like, as soon as I know this, I know I'm going to shift my energy or I know I'm going to freak out or I know I'm going to want to change everything right this second. The guides are probably going to wait then until later or when you really need to know to make it clear to you so that you don't get ahead of things and then shift the timeline. I've had so many conversations in the last few weeks where people around me are like, well, why didn't I get this before? I can't believe, you know, I'm, I'm being called to make this dr drastic shift right now. And why wasn't there any more prep? And on a larger scale, it's like, if you had received that information before, you would have made different decisions probably, or you would have rushed into making that change right then when it wasn't necessarily time to make that change. And it's funny because, you know, as an intuitive, there are certain things I know that I'm okay with knowing that I know other people wouldn't be. I've talked about this with a lot of my friends before. Some of my friends are like, I would not want to know that information. For example, with relationships, you know, like my relationships knowing as soon as I meet someone, how long it's going to be, how long contracts are, how long I'm going to live somewhere or how long a certain period of my life is going to be. And especially with the relationship piece, I talk to my friends about this a lot. They're like, I would not want to know because then I just wouldn't go into it. 
right? If you knew the contract was a year, if you knew the contract was three years, would you then not go into it? And a lot of people might feel like, no, then I wouldn't because I'm going to wait until the contract is the rest of my life. But it's like, just because the contract isn't forever doesn't mean it's not an important contract. And that's a stepping stone to get to the next place. And so for me, part of receiving information has been developing the skill of being able to know ahead of time and still moving forward, honoring how I'm feeling right now. Because what can happen is you get information and then you are making decisions from the place of understanding that information rather than how you are feeling in this moment, what's true for you in this moment. It's like if you're in a relationship right now and and you're so happy and then you feel or know really strongly that you're actually going to be married to someone else, are you just going to leave the relationship? No, like the contract's not up. You have to honor what's happening right now and like things can always change, right? So maybe the timeline shifts or maybe you know really strongly something you're going to be doing in your career. A really common one is things like books or speaking and people are seeing this, you know, they're getting that download and they're like, how do I make that happen right now? You don't have to make it happen. It's like, oh, I know that's where I'm going to end up. And if that's part of my my timeline, if that's part of my, I guess I'll say future, I can't miss it. I can't miss it if it's for me. But what people do is like, I know I'm going to, I know I'm going to be there. So I'm going to try and make that happen right now. What happens is we can get that information just to orient ourselves and you get to watch the whole journey play out. But maybe, you know, you know, you're going to write a book or, you know, you're going to be a speaker, but you're like, I don't, I don't know what to write about. Well, you don't have to know yet. Like when it's time to, to do the thing, when it's time to give the TED talk, when it's time to write the book, when it's time to create the program, whatever it is, you're going to know. And then that's when you do it. But what happens is people get that beforehand and then they start trying to force it into the reality now by trying to find something to like fit that puzzle piece together, right? It's like, oh, I'm trying to find a topic. And that's where we get out of that space of flow. And so the the skill is, you know, can I receive information or know something and just just receive it? And this goes back to just being responsible with information in general, the same way people you know, read one thing about, I don't know, nutrition, and then they read the opposite thing and they freak out like, oh my God, what's the truth? I mean, we ju- we got to just be able to receive information and just sit with it and tune into it ourselves. And, you know, if I'm feeling amazing with my diet right now, and then I see somebody on the internet saying, oh my gosh, this diet is so bad. You need to switch to this diet. Well, what about like, I'm feeling amazing right now. So am I going to honor the truth of what I'm experiencing right now? Or am I going to jump ship because someone outside of me said something? And this is all about responsibility with information. And so I would think about how responsible you are with information, how you receive information in general, when you see things on social media, when friends say certain things to you, you know, if somebody in your life says something and you immediately are not confident in yourself anymore, you immediately question yourself. This is all telling us a bit about how you receive information. And that is going to also reflect our responsibility with receiving intuitive information as well. And so if you're feeling blocked with yourself or not receiving answers, you just want to open that up more and more, starting to explore how do I receive information? Am I responsible with receiving information? Or do I freak out when something comes in that was different than I expected or different than I wanted? Do I make adjustments and choices out of fear, out of a possibility of something? Or do I stay anchored into my truth right now and what I know is true for me right now? And that doesn't mean not being open to other information. It's just being open, but like receiving that from a grounded place and tuning in and just checking in with what resonates with you and what doesn't. And if it doesn't, no worries. It's not about making anyone else right or wrong, right? Because we all have different things that resonate with us, that, that work with us, that we're here to share, that we're here to express, that we're here to do. But it's just developing the skill of being able to receive information responsibly and just receive it and sit with it and not immediately go into freak out mode and start shifting our opinions, our thoughts, our actions, our choices 
because of something outside of us, because of what someone else is thinking, or because of a potential possibility of a future timeline. That could always change because the energy could change. You can make different choices. You could choose a different timeline and both can be incredible options. There you go. So I think we all know I drink a lot of beverages. I drink a lot of smoothies. I drink a lot of drinks in general. And I have been obsessed with Paleo Valley's grass-fed bone broth protein. You guys know I love Paleo Valley products. I'm obsessed with all of them. Such high quality supplements. Everything is gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, non-GMO, and made from only organic whole foods. And I really feel like there's truly nothing else out there like their grass-fed bone broth protein. So many protein powders are just filled with crap and make you bloated and give you digestive issues that most people don't realize until they stop. And then when it comes to collagen, you have to be pretty careful about where that is sourced. This product is the perfect answer. It makes getting collagen into your diet faster, easier, and you don't have to simmer bones for 48 hours because I'm going to be honest, I don't have time for that. And let me tell you, Whenever I'm consistent with collagen in my diet, my skin gets so much better. My hair grows so much longer. My nails are strong. I have had so many people commenting on my hair recently about how much it's been growing and how it looks a lot thicker. And my nails have been getting super long. And I swear to God, it is the grass-fed bone broth protein. And Paleo Valley's bone broth protein is crafted from healthy, 100% grass-fed pasture-raised beef bones. They don't use any chemicals or solvents, just bone broth that is gently powdered. And a lot of other bone broth protein and collagen products often claim to be made from grass-fed cows when often the cattle are finished on grains. Paleo Valley's grass-fed bone broth protein is made from truly grass-fed cows raised on pesticide-free grass pastures. They're never fed GMO grains or any grains for that matter. I love this product for supporting gut health, healing your gut, healing and slowing the gut lining. I've been on a, a pretty strict gut protocol as I've talked about before. And so I am pretty consistent with collagen and this is the best way I have gotten it in to really support the healing of my gut. It's also great for joint health. Like I said, skin, hair, nails. I've noticed better sleep. It helps with satiety and helps to naturally boost the metabolism. I'm putting it in all my smoothies. And if I don't have a smoothie one day, I, I just put it in my coffee or whatever drinks I'm having because I have a lot of drinks and it has made the world of a difference. So if you want to check out Paleo Valley's grass-fed bone broth protein or any of their other incredible products, I rave about the vitamin C, the turmeric. It's also good. Just head to paleovalley.com and you can check out all of their products there. And you can use my code Christina15 for 15% off. So the code is Christina15, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, 15, and that will get you 15% off at paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com. Head on over there and check out all of their incredible products because they have truly changed my life. So what the guides keep saying is spiritual maturity. And they they want us, this is like, I guess, tough love, but you know, they really want everyone to feel really clear and confident in their own intuition and their own gifts. And how you really open up to that and, and you're energetically available for that is developing that level of sp like spiritual responsibility, intuitive responsibility. And what that means is noticing where you receive intuitive information. And again, this is going to be mirrored in other areas of our lives where we receive information from other people. You read a book, you go on social media, you listen to a podcast, whatever it is. But with your intuition, do you receive intuitive information and then immediately switch from higher self view into operating from your ego, operating from fear, going into proving or showing off or forcing or shifting or making it happen. Like the, there's that little switch that happens. And this has come up with clients who are developing their intuition as well in terms of, you know, they receive information and immediately want to blurt it out and share it to everybody. And sometimes, you know, we get things that are meant to be for us and for us to process. And this is something that comes up with clients. You know, when I get information about clients intuitively, when we're in an energy healing session or, or you know, an intuitive session in general, it's like, I'm always checking, is this something that is meant to be shared? And there are things that come through that aren't necessarily meant to be shared. And so if I'm kind of like the medium in between, I'm asking that person's higher self, 
you know, like I'm not in control. I'm talking to their higher self. What is meant to come through? And what can happen is people can get into, I get, I mean, it's a version of spiritual ego. I kind of, I don't really like that term, but it can turn into this. Like, I want to show how much information I'm getting and just share everything. And there's that line with like responsibility with information and, and why are we sharing certain things? And I'm not saying not to share, but I'm saying that I see this come up as a block for a lot of people. A lot of clients who are intuitives will say, I just feel like things are blocked. They're not coming through. And a really common response from the guides is that it's because they're not really practicing discernment with what's coming through for them versus what's actually meant to be shared or things are not coming through because every time they get a message about a shift coming up in their life or, you know, this part of your business is going to expand, they immediately go into freak out mode or they immediately go into, I have to make this happen right now. And it's, it comes down to, you could just ask the question, okay, great. Amazing. I see that as a possibility. So should I take action on this right now? Is this a right now thing or is this an energetic preparation thing? There are so many things in my life that I am told about just years and years in advance. And I'm really grateful for that because it does take me that much time to be like emotionally, energetically available for it. And a lot of my friends tell me I could never know that so far in advance. It would freak me out. I would adjust my behavior. I'd be thinking about it. I'd be anxious about it. And if that's how you feel, then that's an act of love of why they're not telling you because they don't want you to freak out or worry about it. Because that's what we tend to do is we get information and then we go into worry about potential possibilities. And so when you start to shift your relationship with receiving information and you can receive information without going into worry or anxiety or trying to figure out how it's going to happen, which, you know, can be a process and we can all fall into that. But the more you develop that skill of being able to just receive information and being like, okay, cool, maybe that happens, maybe it doesn't, but what's true for me right now, you'll receive more intuitive information. And then also you get to set your boundaries with this, right? So if you're somebody where you're like, I don't want to know certain things in advance, then just let your guides know they're probably already doing that for you, but you get to set those boundaries. You know, there are certain things that I don't want to know. And so my guides know that, but then there are certain things that I'm available to receive and I can receive it and be good with, okay, great. That's happening in 2025. That's happening in 2027. Cool. I can sit with it and just live my life and not get so caught up in the future stuff. And if you're someone who just listening, being honest, you're like, okay, when I get a download, I literally immediately want to do it right then and there. I don't even take time to process. Well, maybe this is a reflection moment, right? If you're wanting more to come through, if you're feeling like you're, you have some blind spots coming up, this is just a really common thing. There's a lot of value of just sitting with things. And, you know, even when it's your spirit guides telling you, hey, do this, do this. Really tuning in for yourself. I mean, there are so many things my guides tell me to do right then where I'm like, I'm too tired. I need I need a break. <laughs> right. And then there are certain things they tell me and I'm like, wait, but is this now or when is this? And it's like, oh, yeah, no, this is going to happen in two years. OK, cool. But also this is part of developing your muscle of discernment in general with a lot of times people can get messages or downloads and it is for them, but it's for them in the future. And it's just prepping them because when that situation comes up, it's six months or a year. Okay, now I know I was energetically prepared. We, we think we're ready for things and we're not. This happens to me all the time. I think I'm ready for something. I'm like, why isn't it coming in now? Well, it's not coming in now because I'm not ready for it. All right. My ego, my brain thinks I am, but I'm not. If I was, I would already have it. It would already be there. So then it's this process. And, you know, a year later, I look back and I think, yeah, I was not ready. I had to have those different situations come up. I had to go through those different learning lessons to actually be energetically available, ready for that thing to come in. I did not even realize, you know, this is really common with romantic relationships. This is really common with business growth. People think, oh, I want to, I don't know, have a course with this many people. Are you ready for that though? Are you actually energetically ready for that? Are you actually energetically ready to make that much money? And you could be, I'm just saying like, where are there still places where we need to shift our relationship with that? Or if we receive that tomorrow, are we set up for it? Are we really ready? With relationships, you know, we think we're ready all the time. And 
And I'm just saying, it's not like you have to be at this completely, oh, I'm totally healed space, or are we? There are always different layers, but there can be certain certain places where we're still blocked and then you know you get in a situation you get in you get in the situation and then the rest you know you move through as it comes up because the dynamics only really come up once you're in the situation right with relationships there are certain dynamics that only come up within a relationship and you you heal a lot and learn a lot when you are in the relationship itself and there are certain things you're just not going to be able to repattern or or learn about individually that's the point of connection but you know I was just talking about this with the woman in my mastermind where, you know, everybody's like, yeah, we're ready to receive love. And then you attract in an experience and you realize, oh, I freak out when I really receive love. Like I immediately push it away. <laughs> I immediately push it away. Or you want the next person you date to be your long-term life partner. And you think I'm really, really ready. And then you attracting this relationship that doesn't end up being your long-term life partner. And, you know, you look back maybe a year later and you're like, okay, I remember a year ago, I thought I was ready for my life partner, but I actually really needed that whole relationship because I learned so much. And now I, I'm realizing, oh, I'm so much more ready. And so my point is we just often think we're ready before we really are. And readiness, I mean, are we ever really fully ready? It, you, you know what I'm getting at here, right? I'm talking about energetically ready. And the thing is, we often also don't think we are ready with our minds when energetically we are ready, right? And those are the times when you jump in before you think you're ready and you realize, oh shit, I, I could do it, right? I'm gonna make it up as I go and that works as well. But I'm really getting at is vibrationally available for it, a vibrational match for it. And is the divine timing lining up? But there's this component of, was I emotionally ready to receive that information as well? You know, there have been certain things that, especially around releasing things, I'll say, just from my personal experience, where this comes up most often for me is in releasing things where I think, you know, my ego is like, well, why didn't they tell me earlier on to release that? And I was like, I was not energetically, emotionally ready. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest, Christina. I was not energetically, emotionally ready to know. I wasn't to know that I needed to release it. I I just I wasn't. I was still too attached or I still had more lessons to learn. I was not going to release it at that point. I would have been in so much resistance. I I wasn't even available to get that information. And then there comes a point where maybe it's later and I finally am ready to really receive that information around release and I'm in that place of surrender already, right? Where I'm I'm ready to release it. So then I get I get the knowing, yeah, this is what needs to go. And I thought, oh shit. And you look back and you think, yeah, I should have released that a long time ago, but I wasn't ready to know. I wasn't ready to know. So tuning in with timing, with that level of responsibility, with discernment in terms of, you know, we can get a lot of information and just practicing discernment with where is that coming from and honestly how quality is it? Is it helpful? Sitting with it unpacking it, but also recognizing this is a really common one. I mean, we get downloads all the time and a lot of people take action on downloads that aren't for them. This is so common in business. I mean, I've done this so many times and I've learned the hard way of, about this. And I see people do this all the time as well, especially if you work with other people, noticing where you get a download and it could make sense for you. And you're, you're, Instead of waiting on sitting on it and tuning into, is this really resonant for me? You immediately jump into it. This happens all the time for people with business ideas, with courses, with programs, with other companies. I mean, countless people in my life. This is like such a common thing where you get the message and you, you go after it and you do it because it makes sense. But it's one of those things where if you actually took a second and tuned into, but is this a full body yes for me right now? Or is this something that I got a download about so I think I should do? There's a difference there. If you actually did that, you probably would realize, I don't know that this is a full yes. You know, just because you're getting something intuitively doesn't mean you have to do it. It doesn't mean that you have to do it right now. We have to check in with ourselves and how we're feeling right now and what's a vibrational match for us right now. But this happens and then later on down the line, you're like, that wasn't in alignment for me at all. And people get tripped up and they're like, but my intuition, I was guided toward it. Were you though? 
was it really for you? I have so many business ideas, program ideas, and I've learned to just write them all down. And 98% of them, it might be two weeks later, it might be literally a year later, it will come up with a client or a friend. Someone's talking and I'm like, oh, wait, I have it. I have the idea for you. (laughs) It's like, thank God I did not build that whole business because it was actually for you. That happens to me all the time. So it's learning to just receive and sit with it, just sit on it. And if it's for you, you're going to know, you're going to get pushed there. But it's, it's about not trying to force something to happen. And sometimes we get those messages to really train us with our intuition in terms of, you know, this, this is how we develop that skill of discernment and honoring our truth and confidence and trust. Like this is how your higher self is teaching you to listen to your soul, which is, okay, something comes through. Can I stop for a second and actually tune into, is this true for me now? Is this really resonant? Or am I just taking everything that comes through and saying, oh, I have to take action on it right now? Because sometimes you might be guided to do something that actually isn't fully resonant. And the lesson in there was to stop for a second and tune in and be like, but that's actually not a full body yes for me. That actually feels like a drag. I had this conversation a couple of days ago with somebody and she was like, but I was guided to make this thing. Like, why did my guides guide me to make this thing? It's part of my mission. And I was like, but you, it, it's, it's not in alignment for you. You know, it's, it's, it's not in alignment for you. And the question becomes like, when you say you were guided to make it, right? Was it, oh, I got the download and I immediately tried to make it happen. What if that was meant to come up later on? What if that was meant to be understood in a different way that would have made sense at a later time? There have been so many things I've gotten in terms of guidance where if I had taken action on it the way I understood it the first time I heard it, knew it, saw it, however I perceived it, I, I would have been completely off base. And then two years later, I think about that download I got and I go, whoa, that's actually what that meant. Thank God I did not take action because I would have had a lot to undo. Going back to my podcast on undoing, this is where we just sometimes are like moving too fast and not checking in. But sometimes we have to have that experience of, the guidance coming through and then us being like, that's not a full body yes. And then learning to honor our truth for right now. And that was the whole point of it. Sometimes it's something that's going to come up later on. You know, sometimes it is something that is one possible timeline, but it doesn't have to be the one that we pick. And so the way I like to think about it is, you know, receiving the information and just collecting it, just collecting it. It can be there. I can sit with it. And whenever the tool is meant to be used, whenever it's meant to be applied, like that moment's going to come up in my life. So if I've gotten that guidance and I keep moving through my life and I'm supposed to take action on it, something's going to come up where I'm going to be like, oh, now's the moment. So these are different aspects of spiritual responsibility, spiritual maturity. How mature are you? This is what they're saying. <laughs> I'm just telling you, the, <laughs> this is the phrase they're using, spiritual maturity. How mature are you is what they're saying in terms of receiving information receiving intuitive information and just honestly think about how you act in relation to it and how you utilize it. And where is it still connected to your ego? Where are you acting from fear or I need to take action on this now? You're, you're going into scarcity. If I, if I don't do it now, I'm going to miss it. This is scarcity. No, if it's for you, it's not going to miss you versus receiving and acting as your higher self. There's nothing to prove. There's no need to force anything it will fall into place if it's meant to be. But the more that you practice responsibility with the information you receive, the more information you will receive overall and it will be clearer, right? Because if my guides know I'm gonna freak out about something, they're not gonna tell me, you know? And there are certain things I already know I'm gonna freak out about. So I'm like, just let's let's not go there. I mean, for me, just as a channel, sometimes people ask me questions or what are you getting around this or that? And I'm like, nothing. Cause I really don't want to tune into that. I just, I know my personal emotional boundaries. And as somebody who struggled for a long time when I was young with like extreme paranoia and extreme anxiety, I know my boundaries around things that I want to touch, go into energetically. And for me, I don't try and force information. And that's another part of the spiritual maturity that I think is really important, especially the more you open up your intuitive gifts. And I talk about this a lot just in terms of practicing receiving, but you know, my approach is I'm open to receiving what I'm meant to receive. 
And I typically don't go poking around places to try and force information to come through. I find that that's where people start to get inaccurate because their brain starts to get in the way. You know, when you're in that kind of pokey, grabby kind of energy versus just receiving. And for me, this is just an easier way to find what's in alignment. So when people are wondering, well, what should I focus on? Where should I be headed in my life? What's my purpose? It's like, where are you naturally guided versus where are you looking for it? Let it find you, let it come through for you. So for me, with my content, for example, the things I'm talking about with everything is just what's coming through. And I just follow that direction. And if my direction is going to shift, then the information that comes through is just going to naturally shift. And then I'll just keep talking about that versus sometimes, you know, people, I'll feel people want to pull me in a certain direction, like go over here. It's like, that's not, that's not what I'm channeling right now. Like that's not what's coming through. And I'm not going to just go poking over there. Not that it's wrong to ask questions. And like, sometimes I'll, you know, I'll say, oh, okay, I'll tune into that. If it excites me, because that's another way we can get redirected, right? Somebody might, someone or something might come into our field. So it's like, oh, I'm going to explore that. And then it naturally opens up. But if I'm, I'm not going to try and force open a locked door because I know for me, this is just a way that my guides push me into alignment is there are certain things that I just won't get access to. And especially with even my business, you know, there have been different phases where, man, the best way I can describe this is, and I talked about this on my episode with David Lyon, where when I first opened up my gifts, it was like, everything was open. Everything's coming through. Everything's fully on, can go in every direction. That was a fun time. And then they're like, all right, great. You know, you can access all of this. Now we're kind of shutting down some things because we got to guide you to the right path. So it's sort of like being in a house, being in a giant mansion with all of these different hallways and doors. And you're trying to find the door with the golden treasure behind it. And so the way the universe guides me there is all of the doors that I shouldn't go down are locked. And all of the ones that I should open that are going to lead me to the next open door are open. And for me, that's the path I just kind of follow in my life. I always say, I feel like Nancy Drew. FYI, I'm a big Nancy Drew fan. I was like a hardcore Nancy Drew computer gamer. I was deep on the forums. There was some, there was some like official Nancy Drew forum. If anybody else played Nancy Drew, you are the real MVP. And oh my God, what was it called? But if anybody was here, oh my God, you have to tell me. I remember how it looked. It was one of those old school forums and the color what the color scheme was that kind of darkish forest green and, and black. And it was where all of the, all of the hacks were all of the codes. And I was literally an admin. I was so hardcore Nancy Drew. And my mom had like growing up, like we had the original Nancy Drews, all of them, like literally all the, so many. And they were old school you know, cracked, falling apart, whatever. I love Nancy Drew. Anyway, I feel like my life is like Nancy Drew, right? It's, I just kind of see what's coming up and then there's a clue and then I follow it and then I get led to the next thing and then the next thing and then the next thing. And, you know, when people talk about, I mean, we talk about finding your niche, finding or niche, however you want to say it, your purpose, like you live your life and you just follow what you're guided toward. You just follow what's coming up, you know? It's like, how do I find a modality? How do I find, how do I find a healer? I mean, what's popping up in your life? And you just start to follow the direction and that leads you to the next step and then the next step and then the next step. You don't have to figure out the final step. You just have to follow what you're guided toward. If there's something you're really interested in and really curious about, that's the right direction. Follow your curiosity, follow your excitement. And what makes things really messy is when people are like halfway following their intuition and then they're letting their mind and their logic get in the way. It's it's like someone trying to drive a car and then the person in the passenger seat literally grabs the wheel and is like, oh, I see where you're going. Here, I'll help you drive. It's like, <laughs> let me, let me freaking drive. All right. <laughs> I got it. I got it. So notice where you're like halfway in with your soul and then halfway in with your ego and it's starting to get a little bit messy. Notice we're overthinking it, trying to figure it out, trying to make it happen. Versus allowing yourself to just know, to just receive and just keep going with the flow and following the inspiration, following the curiosity, following the excitement, following what you're drawn to and and letting it play out. And notice when I receive information, do I feel the need to immediately take action on it and shift everything and go into freak out mode? Or do I let myself 
energetically digest it and process it and tune into, well, is this resonant for me right now? Because maybe it is right now, maybe it's not. I mean, there's so many things that that come through for me all the time where I'm like, yeah, that's that's a no right now. And then a year later, I'm like, oh, yes, there we are. And I will just say that this is a very helpful skill to develop in conversations in general in this world. You know, being able to just have a conversation and receive information and hear people and we don't have to go into freak out mode or or defensive mode or, oh my God, am I wrong mode? Or, oh my God, I have to change my whole paradigm. It's just receiving and being open and having productive conversations and just being curious and letting ourselves digest and also trusting ourselves. Because I find for a lot of people in my community, the issue is more, they hear something from someone else and they immediately question themselves or they immediately think they have to change everything. And it's like, you got this, you got this. Stay anchored, stay grounded. Tune into what's true for you right now and don't try and adjust yourself for something that might be true for you in the future because whenever it is true, it will feel resonant, it will feel natural. And this is just another angle of looking at where are we still trying to force, where are we still in resistance, where are we actually creating more resistance? And it's just funny to me how so many people can receive intuitive information and then sort of distort it through their mind. So it's like they're receiving it, they're receiving intuitive information, and then the way they're processing it and taking action on it is based on an interpretation from the mind where it gets translated in a way it wasn't necessarily meant to. So I try and keep it like on one track, all right? So if I'm receiving this intuitive information, let me intuitively feel into that, right? Feel, feel into the resonance there versus, okay, got a download, immediately my brain going, oh my God, how do I make this work? Well, am I wrong? Well, should I change this? Well, should I do that right now? And it's like, whoa, 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 let's keep it on one track. You see what I'm saying? So just a different way to, to look at it. All right, that's what I have for you today. Let me just, is there anything else you want to tell them? They're just saying, you know, this is about confidence in yourself. And sometimes the information you receive intuitively, th- this is all training you to listen to yourself, to trust yourself and making you aware of places where you don't fully trust yourself or where you're not fully confident in yourself. And when it comes to taking action too soon with information, what they're trying to get at is they're saying, you know, why the rush? And this is related to our relationship with time. And I feel like right now I'm just in this large time exploration. So thank you for bringing this in. Noticing where we are living this energy of rushing. Oh, I got this information. I have to take action right now. You know, and it goes back to, I mean, think about everything that's happened in the world, how someone hears something on the news and everybody freaks out and everybody gets all this toilet paper. And it's like, can we just like calm down for a second? How many things get said that are complete bullshit? And noticing where we do that in our own lives, where we get a piece of information and we immediately rush. And it's really allowing us to reflect on where am I in this energy of rushing and I don't have enough time and I have to move more quickly. And that can be such a starseed thing. You know, you come down and you're like, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. There's never enough time. And it really helps us start to peel apart where we're living in illusions around time and how we can have a better relationship with time itself. And this is another space where we can start to expand time when we start to notice where am I always in a rush to take action? Where am I always in a rush to get it done? And moving forward, making decisions, taking action, like from that energy. So noticing like, where am I rushing? Where do I feel like I have to go right now? Do this right now. And why? Like, why do I feel that way? Where did I learn that? Where does that come from? Is that really true? Is that really serving me? And how else is that energy of rushing affecting my life? Where am I, where am I putting that on my relationships? That's interesting. It's like that energy of rushing people in relationship with you might feel that kind of pull as well or might feel that kind of pressure. Also, where is that energy mirrored over into like with manifestation and calling things in where you're adding so much resistance to it, you're trying to force it, trying to rush it. I need to happen now that you're actually pushing it away. And so when you can receive information and just sit with it and, and be patient and just allow, just be an allowance rather than trying to force or make it happen, you're going to notice that energy shifts other parts of your life where things start to flow. And things don't feel so rushed and you create more time in your day and you have less anxiety and less stress and you're moving through your life, your reality from a completely different energy. And it feels much more grounded and much more stable 
And when you can bring that grounded energy through everything you do, you're going to have a completely different experience of your day. And you're going to actually be able to be present in the now, to be present in the current moment, to fully receive the current moment. And when you're in that energy receiving the current moment, now we're in the energy of receiving our manifestations, our desires, and everything just unfolds beautifully and naturally from there. So can we just let things naturally unfold? If we're rushing to take action on everything or rushing to shift everything when we get a piece of information, where is that also mirroring where we are rushing through life, where we are zooming right on by and you look back and you think, where did the year go? Or I had that whole experience and it felt like it went by in a second and I wish I had appreciated it more. I wish I had been in it more. So we're just going to start to see where that gets carried over in other areas of our life. So wow, that took a turn. I wasn't anticipating. There we go. Responsibility with receiving information. Just a different angle at how can I open myself up to receiving more information and, and do I, right? How responsible am I with, with receiving information and can I receive that from the place of my higher self and just sit with it, just process it and really take that extra moment to practice discernment and tune into what feels resonant for you and what doesn't and not have to go into judgment around it or bad or worse or right or wrong and just tuning in. Is this true for me right now? Does this feel good for me right now? Yeah. Full body yes or mm, neutral or mm, not really right now. And that's fine. Set it aside. There we go. If it needs to come back up, if it's going to be relevant at a different time, it will be. Don't have to force it. Less forcing, more flowing. All right. That's what I have for you today. Let me know if this was helpful, interesting. Share it to social media. If you think somebody in your life would appreciate it or even send them the link and if you share it be sure to tag me and at christina the channel podcast our new podcast page because we got kicked out of the other one <laughs> all right that's going to be it for today's episode thank you again for tuning in i hope you have an incredible rest of your day and i will chat with you again next time